Thank you for joining today. Before we get into today's topic, I want to let you know of a resource that we have for being Ebtide Well. On our website, you'll find an online library of over 100 videos, including meditations, yoga classes, bar sessions, and even acupressure. You can get unlimited access to this library for a low one-time cost. Check out our website to learn more how to be uptied well. Now let's get to today's topic. Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, welcome to Ebtide Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, and today we are going to talk about anger. And this might surprise you, but we're not going to shame ourselves for anger. We're not going to stuff anger down and say, don't do it. It's so bad. What's wrong with you? Because that's not the truth about anger. And one of the reasons I'm choosing to discuss anger today is because we're in the middle of spring. And so one thing we can always consider is how our energy is being influenced by the seasons and the times around us. And so in spring our energy is beginning to rise. So we've had our winter hibernation where our energy went into a bit more stillness and silence. But just like the plants are beginning to sprout up, so are we. And to do that, our whole energetic system has to kind of activate. So that yang energy, that calm rest energy now has to kind of turn around and become yang, a more fire energy, a more active, uplifting, kind of to-do energy. And so it's the transitions between these seasons that actually are where it's kind of difficult for us, physically, emotionally, mentally. And that's one way acupuncture is super beneficial because it helps us make these transitions as our systems adapt to the needs of each season. So spring, we're rising. Energy is like, wake up, let's do this, let's move, let's go to the light which is awesome. It's fun. It's exciting. But just like um, when you sort of have a bunch of water dammed behind a barrier and then you try to let it flow, our energy as it's trying to rise and flow with more assertion, it can be kind of clunky and uneven or it can shoot up really fast. Um, It's hot. It's sort of like that ignition. And so it's really common during the spring to feel intensified anger, frustration, irritation. So if you're feeling that way this spring, know that it's just that rising energy and it's our work to help that energy find smoother paths. So one thing that's really helpful is just moving. I mean, just get out there and move to let that energy have some release. But also what we can really do is connect to where the energy is being blocked. So the visual you can use is a little sprout. It's trying to go out of the ground, but it's got a rock on top of it. (laughs) 
and that poor little sprout is getting hot. It's getting pissed. It wants to rise. It wants to bloom, but it's got this rock on top of it. Ah! And that's how many of us can feel this spring energy. So just uh, inquiry here. How are you feeling this rising energy of spring? So whether you are feeling frustrated or angry or irritable or blocked in spring or ever, the lesson here is not to just get super mad and lash out and bowl the rock over, but it's to use this as an opportunity to say, wow, what's happening here, being blocked, being frustrated, being angry, is that something is impeding my growth. Something is impeding your growth. That's why you're angry. That's why you're frustrated. And it's not the external world's fault. The obstacle is not the problem or your focus or where you're going to change or have any impact. What's exciting here, and you'll notice I'm saying it's so exciting to be angry, not because then we get to go around running around being like total assholes, but because we get to learn something about ourselves. Yay. So I'm going to share a quote with you by Madison Taylor to uh, make this point. Each one of us has experienced situations where we found ourselves lashing out at someone without meaning to. We later berate ourselves for losing control and feel guilty for treating the other person badly. And while it is human nature that our emotions and moods will get the better of us from time to time, we can learn to navigate our feelings and negotiate difficult situations without losing our center. Often when we lash out is because we are having a difficult time containing the emotions that are coming up inside of us. We may be feeling overwhelmed, afraid, frustrated, stressed out, or angry. And having these feelings boiling up inside of us can be very uncomfortable and is natural to want to release them. So this gets back at our point of in the spring feeling hot. These feelings just boiling within us and they've got to be released. Well, we don't want to have the release be at the point of non-conscious lashing out because that's not skillful anger. That's not how anger helps us. What we do is we notice, wow, I've got all this anger, frustration, irritation, rising energy. It's feeling like it has to be released. I feel like I'm going to blow. Let's stop and work with that energy and use this energy for the good it's meant for, which is clearing obstacles out of your path so you can grow. This energy, which is symptomatically felt as anger, is awesome. It's showing you where those seeds you have planted during quieter, stiller times are sprouting. But this growth that you're ready for, it's blocked, it's impeded, and you're pissed about it. So let's not just be mad about it, but let's focus on our potential here and where the energy that's rising can be used to facilitate the path of our growth. So another inquiry here, rather than focus on where you're irritated or mad, can you go a little deeper to what seeds are now sprouting for you? What seeds did you plant over the winter that have been lying dormant, but now with the light and the rising energy, they're ready to grow? 
these seeds that are sprouting, where are you angry and irritable around them? Because they're being blocked. They're being impeded. Your growth is not being allowed. Stop looking outward as the problem being the external circumstance. The problem is not outside of us. There is no problem at all, actually. What the external circumstance is showing you is how it's triggering you to feel anger. And so we don't focus on the anger or the external circumstance. We say, oh, this is cool. I am getting the experience of anger. That means I have the opportunity here to focus on the message of anger. So Tara Brock, who's an amazing teacher um, of mindfulness in general, but especially on working with anger, I'll leave her link in the show notes. She talks about anger as an intelligent emotion. Anger is not actually out of control. Anger is a messenger. And it's smart. And it's sending you a message, which gets louder and louder the more you ignore it, that shows you where your needs are not being met, where your ability to grow and excel is not being met. And we're not talking about it's not being met by others. No, stop. We're talking about where we're not meeting it ourselves, where we might have areas within us that are ready to move on and heal. And that's where we have the opportunity to grow is when we heal the places within us that are ready to move forward. That's what anger is showing us, that there's something deeper that it's now time for us to evolve and grow through. And while it's not fun, it really is exciting because it shows you you're moving forward. And when we focus on the opportunity for growth and for clearing a path, for our growth rather than all the things we think are getting in our way from outside of us that they need to change when we stop being so focused on them that that has to change but say ooh what if i change not who i am but how i'm relating to my growth and moving through this life what if i change this is fun so one more quote here from pima children Generally speaking, we regard discomfort in any form as bad news. But for practitioners or spiritual warriors, people who have a certain hunger to know what is true, feelings like disappointment, embarrassment, irritation, resentment, anger, jealousy, and fear, instead of being bad news, are actually very clear moments that teach us where it is that we are holding back. They teach us to perk up and lean in when we feel we'd rather collapse and back away. They're like messengers that show us with terrifying clarity exactly where we're stuck. This very moment is the perfect teacher, and lucky for us, it's with us wherever we are. Most of us do not take these situations as teaching. We automatically hate them. We run like crazy. So I love that quote because... There are opportunities, these uncomfortable feelings. They don't mean there's something wrong with us. It doesn't mean there's something wrong out there. But there are opportunities that we can be hungry for to show us where we're holding back, where we're stuck, where we have an opportunity to move on. We just need to do a little work within us to get something out of the way. And so easier said than done, right? Like we all can get super angry and just want to lose our minds and get really reactive. 
and I'll talk more about reactivity next week. But when we really feel angry, really that elevated, that fiery, we do need to learn to take the breaths and turn away from what we consider the external source and look instead at our own relationship to the anger and what's really going on. Not to say that there's not people doing bad things or circumstances that are hard, but it just doesn't matter because that's not where you're going to have impact. So you can say all day long, you're wrong, you're bad, you screwed up to, to someone who you think who you're mad at. But so what? You know, it doesn't do anything. Turn inward and say, okay, what do I do now? How do I take care of myself and grow and evolve? Your energy, which is so sky, fly, fire high when you're angry, it's like a, it's a shooting star, a gasoline-fueled fire of energy. What if you harnessed that energy instead of lashing out at the world? But back home towards yourself to heal and clear something that's within you. That's ready to become unstuck. That's powerful mojo. But it means we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to take responsibility for the anger. Not to say it's your fault, but to say it's mine. It's mine and I'm going to listen to it and it's for me. And I'm going to work with it to find out what's really going on beneath it. So let's do an exercise here. You think of this incredibly fast, furious, powerful rage, anger, that energy. It's really energy that's coming out from within you. Can you just do an imaginary exercise here where you see that energy rather than lashing out and punishing people or places or things, rather than hurting or destroying other things, which is not the solution. Can you feel that energy stop and turn around? Because it's hot, it's not going to burn you because it's yours. But come back, this energy turns around and just wraps you up, comes back home, comes back to your light within and charges you up in a controlled burn, like a sun, like a core of the earth. Keep that fire within you in a way that's yours. This energy within you, this high burning light, where would you direct it to serve you, your growth? Screw all those other people. Who cares? Even the ones that like really kind of got in your way. They don't, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. And it's not useful. But what if you put all that energy for you? Not against the world, but for you. Right for you. How would that energy be redirected in a different way? So that's the power here. That's the possibility is we've got this incredible rising energy. And if it's not spring, or we get mad, not just in the spring, you're like, hey, I get mad in the fall too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, again, rising energy. 
But when we see this rise in the energy, I mean, you can almost be like, yay, like see it as lightning and how that could be captured to light you up, to give you the spark you need to make changes. Anger is a messenger to you saying something needs to change. And again, not outside of you, not in someone else, something within you, how you're relating, how you're healing yourself, how you're talking to yourself, how you're connecting to yourself. Something needs to change. So if that person's being really mean to you and get in your way, you could be angry at them or you can look within yourself and say, something needs to change. I need bigger boundaries. I need to find a different opportunity where I don't have to be around this person. You take back your sovereignty of experience when your life becomes yours to be responsible for. And you see these emotions as saying, here is something you need to pay attention to. This is not working for you. When you're angry, don't shut it down. Don't stuff it down. Then it just, like, imagine, it just gives you like an ulcer, fire. All that fire that you stuff down because you want to be nice. You don't want to cause problems. Maybe you don't want to admit there's a problem. Well, that's going to hurt you. That's going to harm you. And nothing's ever going to change. And you'll probably blow up and destroy something <laughs> one day. A relationship, a job, your furniture. So when the anger comes, we don't stuff it down and say, oh, I'm a bad person. Most of us, especially women, have been taught that anger is bad and there's something wrong with us if we can't control our anger and just that makes me so mad <laughs> that message makes me so mad because it's just not true we need to be responsible for how we manage our behavior when we're in a state of anger that's ours to be responsible for don't go out and just you know freak out on the world because you're mad that's not okay anger doesn't want you to do that but you can be angry and say, yeah, I'm feeling some anger and things are going to need to change. And then you look within at what that change needs to be. And it will have impact on the people, the things, the places around you. That's where change around us starts is how we are interacting with it because we've changed ourselves within. So anger, your friend. It has a message for you about where you're stuck, where your growth is impeded, and where something needs to change. That change is going to come from you looking within at places that are ready to heal that have been hurting and have unmet needs. So this is the real work now, getting beneath the anger and finding what's actually there why you had an anger response to something that came up in your life. The anger is a symptom. It's not a primary emotion. So one final quote here from Madison Taylor. Pain and fear are the most common predecessors to anger and hate. We can experience fear of loss, of hurt, of embarrassment, of shame, of weakness, of not knowing. And when fear arises... Anger and aversion function as strategies to help us feel safe, to declare our strength and security. In fact, we actually feel insecure and vulnerable, but we cover this fear and vulnerability with anger and aggression. We do this at work, in marriage, on the road, in politics. A fearful situation turns to anger when we can't admit we are afraid. 
she brings up that there is something beneath the anger. Anger is a defense, a protective mechanism. I'll try to look strong so people don't know I'm afraid and vulnerable. When are we most angry? When someone hurts our ego. When someone questions our power, our worth, whatever. How defensive and mad do you get when someone really just kind of hurts your feelings? So once we can soften into our own experience with anger, that's the layer that we get to come down to. Where am I afraid? Where do I feel vulnerable? Where do I feel insecure? That's your real block. That's the message anger is trying to show you. You've got an opportunity to make yourself feel safe, secure, and supported. That's going to unblock your path, not changing the world around you, but how you are within. So when you're angry, you might just take some breaths and ask yourself, where do I feel scared? Where do I feel insecure? How can I make myself feel safe? And then we can do this in meditation to really recognize what we're actually feeling, softening into it beneath the anger. So let's come into meditation now, finding whatever posture is available to you in your situation, maybe closing the eyes, maybe just lowering the gaze. I just want you to take some really deep exhales. So let's take three breaths here where on the inhales, we come through the nose. On the exhales, I want you to roar almost to release the fire, release the activation. Just let your body release. It's not bad that fire or energy builds within us, but we get to release it. So give yourself these three deep breaths. The inhales bring in cooling, calming waters. The exhales releasing, sticking the tongue out even, a big exhale to let go of the fire that's a little too hot. Once you've completed your three breaths, allowing yourself to just let the breath come into its natural rhythm. We're not changing the breath. We're just allowing the breath to have some space to settle into the rhythm. It feels most suited right now. So just soften. Allow the inhales and the exhales to come back into its easeful flow. Give and take. Hot and cool. Letting everything outside of you go. Every inhale, coming inward, releasing the world outside of you, releasing our attention from where we've been hooked into the dramas around us. And on the exhales, just let yourself really settle more deeply into a space within you. This is your anchor. Let yourself land 
come back home. From this place of center, we can bear witness to our emotions without being lost in them. You can bring into awareness a situation or something where you have felt angry. You felt like you wanted to lash out or hurt something or someone external, resisting, wanted to stop, mad. You can just notice how bringing that to mind feels in your body. If there's anything that tenses up, if your breath starts to change, if the thinking mind begins to activate, feeling the power of the state of anger and how it pulls you in a direction outside of yourself. With a narrowness and a force that's not you. So as you feel the experience of anger, you have a choice of letting it pull you into thoughts and behaviors and reactions. Or we can come back to the breath and focus on our experience. Turn towards the anger as it is for us. Turn away from blame, reactivity, and turn back home. So as you're anchored in the breath, just continuing to feel what anger feels like for you without judging it as wrong. It's not. But welcoming the experience and recognizing anger as an experience saying, hey, you're welcome here, and noticing how it feels to be in the presence of anger. Allow anger to be with you. Don't allow yourself to act unconsciously because you can't manage to sit with anger, but learn how to sit with the uncomfortable experience of anger. It's just a state. Allow it. Feel yourself hold space for anger and notice what happens then. Allow the body to soften as we're not bracing against or fighting against the world outside, but we're turning inward for ourselves, holding space for ourselves. The shoulders can relax. Breath can go a little deeper as the chest has room. The belly can soften. We soften. Anger makes us hard and distant if we let it. But when we listen and soften into anger... It shifts. The anger is not here to harm you or others, but to give you a message. The symptom from deeper within you that there is an unmet need. A place you're stuck. 
an obstacle for your growth. Let yourself settle and ask yourself, what is it that I'm really feeling? It's beneath the anger. Maybe you put your hands on the heart if you feel like there's some pain. You feel the body shift. Maybe the mind starts to tell stories. Just see if you can't soften into the experience of what really is ready for your attention right now. What experience within you of vulnerability or fear insecurity sent out the SOS that came to you as anger and said, I need you to help me right now. Fixing anything. We're not talking ourselves out of feeling that way. We're just holding space for whatever we feel, wherever we're scared, and sending that place within us, love, reassurance, whatever else we need. Here now you have found the answer. Noticing how you don't need to act out or lash out anymore but there's work that can be done within to continue to grow and sprout from this beautiful, energized place of love. Let that high energy be of you sprouting from a place of love, self-love, support for yourself. No fear when you're your own ally and taking care of yourself. So we'll close this meditation with one more inquiry. If anger is in fact a messenger for you, what would it say? Releasing the anger, releasing the situation and showing gratitude for it, for whatever you've learned, for whatever healing is possible and making a promise to yourself to listen, not reject or resist when anger comes to you, but say, oh, I'm listening. Find the block, the hurt that's in the way of the growth that you're ready for. Thank you for listening today. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well.